All right, guys. So today we'll start a preparation for Philadelphia. Coming off a short week, the folks of today will be, you know, our install on the early down and third downs. We'll have two split walkthrough practices. We've done this customarily throughout the season. On a short week, it's important for a lot of our guys to get their bodies back. Tomorrow being Thanksgiving, we'll actually have an earlier start. We'll go through our normal intro and review of third down. We'll get on the field and practice all the phases. And then we'll have an earlier afternoon dismissal. We'll pick up on the afternoon hours we lose tomorrow afternoon when the players are with their families. Friday morning, Friday will be a little bit extended than a normal Friday. And then we'll pick up on Saturday with a walkthrough and review and get ready for the game. Uh, you know, talking specifically about the Eagles, look, this is a group of guys with a lot of talent. You know, you look at their offense, this explosive offense, a lot of speed at the receiver positions. I think Jalen Hurts doing a really good job running the ball, extending plays, giving opportunities down the field. You talk about defensively, it really starts up front. You know, they've got tremendous guys up front, a lot of power and speed to the middle of the uh, push. They do a good job playing on the perimeter, a lot of opportunities. Slay's obviously scoring in the last three games. That doesn't happen by accident. It's a play looking for opportunities. You can make plays when they come his way. Talk about their linebackers playing over top of that front and being in position to really go ahead and add to their sound defensive philosophy. And in the kicking game, you know, Mike's done a really good job of assembling a team that really attacks your protections, whether it's pump protection or field goal protection, and has opportunity for making blocks, tips, and really disrupting your specials timing. And Nick's doing a really good job evolving their offense in terms of you know what he's been presented with. I think you really see the last few weeks, the run game's becoming a lot more prominent part of their offense. They've been a lot more productive in terms of scoring points and obviously having wins or playing their best ball really at this point in the season. You know, it's a big part of their game and the runs really set the pass game for these guys. And key part of the run game is not just the backs, which are all very talented, but also the quarterback as well. You know, defensively, you know, John's doing a lot of things right now, using their personnel and becoming more aggressive. You look at the third down pressures they had against New Orleans the other day, they're obviously impactful in the game in terms of getting the Saints off, off the uh, field. You know, it's going to take a lot to really make sure we match up against these guys up front and take advantage of our opportunities. That being said, I'll open up to any questions you have. Do you know, Joe, who's going to be calling the plays on Sunday? We'll talk through it as the week goes. So we'll work through it collectively as an offense. We'll build on Sunday when it comes. So you, you don't know yet? I have an idea, but we'll talk through it later. You just don't want to tell us who would be ideas. <laughs> <laughs> What's the rationale for keeping it secret? Well, we got a lot of things, you know, maybe a little bit up our sleeve. And, you know, any competitive advantage you want to have, you want to keep to yourselves. Hey, Coach, if you go with Freddie as a play caller, can you envision something, maybe him in the booth, or you want him on the sidelines? Yeah, I would expect everyone being on the sidelines involved in calling plays. That being said, the guys in the booth are directly responsible for communicating the looks, the fronts, the coverages some of the adjustments we have to have and be in eyes over top. So the communication from the booth to the field really stays constant. So you before you got on the sideline? I would. I think it's important for a play caller to be on the sideline, to have direct communication with the quarterback, number one. Also, to be there to present anything new to the team. If he has to draw something up or present you know, a concept or a scheme around. Surely you addressed this with your team this morning. What was your message to them in regards to you know the, the change you made there? Well, look, I'll keep everything between me and the team that I say between me and the team, but I've addressed this yesterday. Uh, publicly, look, I have a large amount of appreciation and respect for Jason. Jason did a lot for this program. I think a lot of him as a person. I'm very grateful for what he's done individually to help me as a young head coach um, and really help my development. He's done a lot to help this team. He's built a lot of strong relationships in this building. I appreciate everything he's done. And look, that being said, all right, my responsibility is to make the best decisions for this team at all times. And I've made it clear that you know I expect more out of our offense. I expect more out of our players in production. It's a coach's job to put our players in position to be successful. Coaches coach, players play. Players have to go out there and execute. At this time, I felt the best move for the team was to make a change. Could you, I'm sure yesterday was a busy day. Could you go over what you had to do, just in terms of who you spoke to, uh, whether anything had to be cleared? Um, 
Because I'm not going to go into all that. Look, obviously, there's a process of doing things. I'm not going to go into every step-by-step thing. You know, look, I wish Jason well in the future. Uh, I'm sure we'll maintain a relationship. You know, I have a lot of respect for him. Very grateful for him. Uh, we've made the move. We've moved on as a team. Right now, we're focused on Philadelphia. Joe, I'm talking more about. I was talking more about like with, with ownership. No, I understand what you're saying, and the process has been taken care of, and that's where we're at. Joe, can you clarify when you have a change in play caller? You're obviously not throwing out the entire system. Is it just basically? what a, a guy might do differently in a certain situation, or is it just the whole scheme, or what exactly changes? Well, there's a number of things that could change. And, you know, changing a play caller is one aspect of it, and maybe some of the approach we take as offense is another aspect of it. In a short week, you're not going to go ahead and completely blow up an offense and, and redo things. But you are going to look to use things a little bit differently. Maybe that's personnel, maybe that's scheme, maybe it's situational calls, whatever it may be. But as we build through the game plan this week, that's what we're focusing on. In terms of, you know, how's the game get called, We'll talk about as we build on through the week what we think best in the game plan, what our adjustments will be, and when we get in the game situation, what ends up being best for us to call. And then if I could just follow up, you mentioned that it might be a collaborative effort. I mean, you only have so many minutes, I mean, only so many seconds to get a play call in. So how exactly would that work? Well, it's important to communicate throughout the week leading up to the game, what we see on tape, what we install, how it looks in practice, what the adjustment will be, what's our weakness in that scheme. And then also in between drives, communicating what the adjustments have to be, you know, what they're doing well, what we have to combat, what we're doing well, what we take advantage of. And also within the drive itself, you've got to be very quick with the communication. You've got to make sure everyone's on the same page that when you're collaborating on things, you know, it may be a run scheme. Someone says, hey, look, they're playing this front, get to this run right now. They're in this personnel group, we got them trapped in something, get to this right now. So it's got to happen fast, but you set up the communication in-game with how you communicate throughout the week leading up to it. So just to clarify, you're only going to have one person sending the call into Daniel, right? I don't know. Maybe we'll just draw names, I'm not sure. No. <laughs> uh, collaborative, uh, um, I mean, I understand that throughout the week, and I understand that between plays, right? But wouldn't you want to just have, like, one person making the call into your quarterback? Well, you can only have one person because of the way the headsets are set up anyway, direct communication. You, uh, last year you brought in an offensive line coach from the outside when you had a ch- coaching change. Did you? Are you considering bringing anybody in, or is it just no. collapsed? No, we're not going to add anyone new to the staff this time. It's yeah. one thing for a star wide receiver to get two targets in a win, like a couple of weeks ago. You know, to get two targets in a in a, in a loss. How did, how is Kenny dealing with that? Uh, do you see any frustration from him? And 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 how are you going to get him more involved? I know you said you wanted to. I think I addressed that the other night in terms of you know how I felt about things. Look, our players done a great job. Our players come in and do whatever we ask them. They practice hard. They play hard. They compete. We have a very strong locker room. We have a lot of guys who communicate very well. They communicate directly. We talk all the time about players. Hey, listen, if you have an issue, and here's what I say, if you have an issue outside the building, your job is to leave that outside the building. We have resources inside. If you need someone to talk to, we always have people you know, who will go ahead and try to help you. But if you have an issue outside the building, everyone's got something, right? you got to either leave that outside the building or get help to fix it. If you have an issue inside the building, you have to address that issue. We're not going to let something just fester as a source. If you have an issue, come and address it right away. We've got a group of guys who communicate very openly. We do it the right way. We talk very directly. We talk to the people who can fix the problems, because if you're not talking to the person who can fix the problems, all you're doing is complaining, right? So we're going to talk to get things fixed around here. So our guys have done a great job communicating. They show up, they get the game plan, they execute the best they can, and I'm very pleased to have our players respond to everything we put them through this year. Joe, how is Canarius doing? Will he be out there practicing today off of the game on Monday? He'll actually be out here for part of the walkthrough. The two walkthroughs, a number of guys, because of bumps and bruises, we'll kind of select one over the other based on different you know different reasons for each guy and different parts of the game with them 
uh, you know, hopefully the trainers for part of it will be out here for part of it. Do you think, I mean, I know it's speculation at this point, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you think that by the time you guys are out there full bore on Friday that he's going to be one of the guys that's with you, or will he still be with the trainers? I hope so, but I don't have really an answer to give you. It's, it's more speculation on my part, too, to kind of give you anything right there outside of it. The last Joe, thing would be for Logan. Do you have any update on where he is in the testing? Is he any closer? As of right, as of right now, there's really nothing to change on his status. COVID IR. Um, hasn't really moved any closer on the testing as far as getting back in. Still has a window of time, so we'll see where that goes. Joe, when it comes to your playmakers, do you believe in general that you can force a ball to a guy like, you know, your, the, your best player should have the ball in their hands a certain amount of time regardless of flow of the game and, and situations? You know, basically, even if they're covered, try to get in the ball and see what happens? Look, I think just in general in terms of how I see the game, just, just how I see the game, period, is – our job is to facilitate and help the players make plays. The players have to go out there and play the game. It's a player's game. So the way I see the game, whether it's offense, defense, or special teams, you want to create scenarios for your best players to go ahead and make impact plays. So however you see that, forcing the ball, controlling the flow of the game, however you want to phrase it, however you want to say it, I've always seen the game through a lens of people, okay, more so than just scheme. You can use scheme if it helps people. Sometimes you can go ahead and play too much in the flow of things, and this isn't directly related to anything we've done, I'm just saying in general, that you can play sometimes too much in the flow of the X's and O's on paper, and you know, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather deal with the people. You know, we start every week talking about the opponent, it's pictures and names, it's not jersey numbers. You know, this is Fletcher Cox, this is who he is as a player, this is how he plays. He's played in different schemes, different systems, right? But this is who he is as a player, this is how he plays. It's important to understand who the people are. You know, I learned very early in this league, that you know, as you evaluate players, you know the jerseys may change. The player doesn't. I'm not saying they can't evolve throughout their career and improve, but the player's the player, and you have to understand what's their strengths, what their weaknesses, what do they do, what are their instincts, how do they make impacts in the game. It's about understanding the people. We talk all the time. This is a people league. You have to understand who the head coach is, what his philosophy in the game is, who the coordinators are, how they call and approach the game, who the players are, and how they attack and impact the game. And you have to make sure you account for the people more so than just all the other junk around it. I think on Monday, Daniel is pressured on something like 50% of his uh, dropbacks. How much does it hamstring the offense when the offensive line is performing that way? Look, I like the way our offensive line is moving right now. They're working together, playing as a unit. Seen a lot of progress throughout the year. I love the job Rob and the offensive line guys are doing together. I like the way these guys have battled throughout a lot of different moving parts. They play for each other. They have a good attitude. You know, they know how to block out the noise and play for one another. I'm very proud of that guy, that group as a unit. Uh, he'll be with the trainers today. We'll find a little more later today. I hope he is. Uh, he'll be with the trainers a little bit today, um, but we'll see how he progresses throughout the week. Thanks, Is there anyone new that, that was a good that we didn't know about? Um, not, re not really. We're going to split Andrew's walkthroughs today. That's just kind of customary some things because he's still kind of coming off that you know, mend right there. Kenny, same thing. Kenny's been on, you know, Kind of backburner being hurt, so we're going to bring him back. We're going to kind of structure some of his day a little bit split as well. These Some of these things are just precautionary. A lot of things we're getting in, internally with the install, getting some walkthroughs inside as well. You know, kind of some of the pace that we're doing outside that some guys will come out and observe both walkthroughs. Some guys will be active in one of the two. Some guys will be active in both. This really isn't anything different we've done all year. So there's a number of guys you may look at and say, why wasn't he out here for the AM walkthrough or maybe that doesn't really necessarily reflect on what their status for the game is going to be, guys, and a lot of these guys. Remember, we're only two days removed from the game. This will be Tuesday and another game week, the day off for the players. Only the guys are in the training room getting lengthy treatment, recovery, all the stuff, getting ready for Wednesday. So being a day earlier, you know, we get out here, we'll get the players' bodies back. The emphasis for us today is really working on the what, 
Okay, with the who's a big emphasis, we'll get the what installed so we can come back in tomorrow and focus a lot more on the how and the when.